feel like I should say something interesting here while, while Milkman isn't li listening, but I don't have anything interesting to say. I'm filled with joy and terror the prospect of recording a podcast. Hello. Hello, <clears throat> welcome back. Welcome to the Co-op Button Podcast, a podcast where my friend and I play a video game for a while and then we talk about it for 15 minutes exactly, because there's a timer. Uh, I am Vasilcania. I'm the cash-stained milkman. Yeah, you're the fucking gosh-stained milkman. <laughs> and uh, today we played Dragon Mark for Death for a while, but then we played Duck Game instead, too. So that's what we did. Um, but yeah, so I guess you want to hit the button? All right. So this time we wanted to talk about putting a game down for the moment. You know, when when's the time to say when? Yeah, like we kind of hit a wall. Sometimes, like with Halo, when we, when we played Halo 2, we pretty much just kept beating our heads against that wall until we got through. Mm -hmm. um, it's different, though. Yeah, well, Halo is like a 20-hour experience, roughly. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing to do but beat your head against the wall. You just shoot the things till you shoot them hard enough to shoot through. That's true. And with Dragon Mark for Death, what we're seeing is we're getting hit really hard, and we know that we're around level 30-ish, and around 30, 32, 35, there's item unlocks that will greatly increase our defense on top of giving us choices for whatever we want to pump our levels into, which will mean we'll have a lot more ability to tackle those levels. So it's like a it's something about leveling games that when you hit a wall, it's easier to take a break, come back, be like, okay, I gotta, you know, grind a little bit or whatever it is, and then get back to it. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting, like, difference, because, like, yeah, like you said with Halo, there's nothing but the wall, and you just beat your head against. <laughs> but I do kind of think, like, I had a negative experience with Halo 2, and it, it might be because I, I do feel like the game has some really old big design flaws which we might get to when we do play halo 3 um but it is also the fact that there's no leveling there's no system that is going to make me better like better equipped for a level there's just mm -hmm. you know the level um so yeah i mean in, in this case it's nice too because i i might actually take some time and level offline like we don't have to play together to get the benefits of leveling like we don't have to make a session and do all that shit. So, um, so yeah, it was it was it was kind of interesting because I I do get like stubborn because uh, I was like oh let's just let's just grind it out and do it. But I, I you know was kind of like oh, I don't know maybe it is a good idea to take a break because part of the reason I had a bad experience with Halo was because we were just hitting that wall over and over and over again and I I got frustrated with it at the end of that game. I was like I'm done with this shit. 
Yeah, well, also Halo 2 in particular, I feel like has a weird curve where it gets to a point where there's so many guys with swords or like the boss guys that you just have to shoot, shoot, shoot. And then like, actually you have to go like hit a lever or whatever mm-hmm. that if you don't know what you're doing, it's a little more frustrating. And so it's more about discovery than punching through at times or sometimes those big grunt guys like it felt like easy sometimes and hard others and it just was when we could get a good beat on them yeah the the difficulty curve in it's not a difficulty curve but yeah like sometimes you would we would hit a situation where we just were approaching it in a slightly different way and it became way easier um Mm -hmm. yeah and i think like that's a very interesting upside and downside for level-based games because the upside is you can level up you can always grind and you can usually you know beat a level much easier if you grind it out but the downside is at least for me i'm always questioning whether or not i'm prepared for a scenario whether that means i have the right equipment or the correct amount of level ups or whatever so it, it can sort of like sully a situation where i'm like is that the word for that? But basically, like, it poisons my brain a little bit where I'm like, well, maybe I just haven't leveled up enough instead of, like, you know, I have all the tools I need and I'm just not using them correctly. Um, hmm. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's a downside to, like, especially action-based uh, uh, RPGs. Like, Dragon Quest, if I get fucking murdered, I, I just need to grind out. Like, there's literally no other option. My stats were too low. Um, with action-based ones, there's there's that skill versus level thing, which makes it hard to decide what the the culprit, who, what what the issue is. I mean, usually, if you're if you're on your toes enough, it doesn't really matter the level. But there's definitely times when you're playing a game, you gain a couple levels, and you're like, oh yeah, well suddenly we're good um sometimes it's confidence sometimes it's replaying and really you just needed to beat you know try the boss again you know the patterns now but yeah it's a hard it's a hard toss-up and sometimes it's fun to just grind for a little bit come back to it and be like okay now we got this which is what we did the first mission we played tonight was a boss that beat us down before yeah, and we wrecked that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because our attack was up, our defense was up, and we were more prepared for him. And so yeah. we were able to whack him around. And so this game, you know, meets you with challenges that are ever increasing in a way that's interesting. What's harder, though, is like the levels become a bit more laborious because they get longer. And the enemies stay at about the same difficulty. So it's more like things just kind of generally in your way. And then you have big boss fights. Yeah. Like the... Um, <laughs> that's my ringtone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the bosses are a huge difficulty spike in this. Whereas, like, I think that's... That's always the thing with these kinds of games is I always go for damage output. And I think generally in RPGs, that's smart. But in a game like this, it's great for the, the mooks. It's great for the, you know, the fodder because you just hit them a few times and they die. It doesn't matter what level they are. If they're like five above you, like, fuck them. Who cares? Um, but the bosses, it does become a matter of like knowing the patterns or it, like you, you just can't get hit. You know, like 
you know, their boss is doing like 100 damage and I have like 270 life. I mean, that's that's three hits and you're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so. Well, like, and sorry, I just have to go into it because it's so relevant to what we're talking about, but um, I just started up Neo 2 and that's a, you know, Souls-like game, but you can level up your life, you can level up your stamina, stamina and a number of other things that will increase damage output and other variables but inevitably no matter what class you're playing the first thing you want to increase is your stamina and how fast your stamina recharges Mm -hmm. because for the first few levels like that's just no matter what you're playing that's just such a huge boon that allows you to dial in especially because that game um depending when you hit a certain button you can essentially reload your stamina stamina at wow that word's not happening tonight. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> too energy. Much, too much brown water. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you hit... It, it has this weird, like, Gears of War, like, reload component. The oh, okay. White. So, like, you can reload it so that you can do more damage and stay in a combo longer, which allows it to be more aggressive, which is kind of the trick of this game. There's a few mechanics around that, actually. Hmm. But I mean, for that, like, no matter what, you need the energy first. But then, depending what weapon you've kind of settled into, is going to define what you want to go for. And it's a, uh, it's really interesting because there's all these weird action components going on. But I mean, at first, you know, when you're struggling, the game's harder than it needs to be because it throws you in the fire real quick. Mm. Um, but those first few levels are so vital because there's some tools you need that you don't have at level one that by the time you're at level five become a little easier by the time you're at level 10 it's more like choosing your path but there's just a few base things you need so that you can stay you you know you can take a subtle hit because sometimes there's trades or whatever and having enough energy to stay in a combo long enough to get the job done interesting yeah i find it like there's a lot of games that have a weird difficulty curve where they start Mm -hmm. hard and then they sort of settle into a medium difficulty for the rest of the game Mm -hmm. and i feel like leveling can contribute to that like what you're saying is like you need to level up a couple of times to get the tools you need to basically to play the game um and it's like partially tutorializing like they want to introduce you to concepts slowly that makes sense but sometimes you just end up in a situation where the beginning of the game is much harder than the middle of the game. Like I, you know, I don't my know theory right. for that is that they have dedicated QA testers, and the problem is, is no matter what, if you've been spending time with the game and then you you start the beginning, but you've played through the end or whatever, and you're testing it again, it's not going to be the same thing. Because the problem with the beginning of games is you're coming in fresh, you don't know what everything is. Like it's been two years since i played neo so the first while i was like how do i do this again and (laughs) there's a lot of management of stances and energy and dealing with things and once i got my sea legs back as it were (laughs) i was able to be competent right well i also kind of partially blame dark souls and in an interesting way like dark souls that tutorial level is a great tutorial, but it's also not afraid of like murdering you. Um, And it's, it's, I think the thing that people misunderstand about dark souls when they try to copy that is um, it's very fucking funny. Like there's nothing 
in the world, like walking up some stairs and then a big boulder rolls down and kills you. <laughs> like that's very funny. Or you walk into a room after your first save point and a, a, a huge demon just smashes you into, into a pace and all you have is a broken sword. Like that's funny. Um, and, and they tend to reward you for that. Like the big boulder breaks open a room. You have to see that boulder. You have to go into that room to continue the game. You know, you have to run away from the, the big demon at the beginning, unless you start in a specific way. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's like death teaches you something. And right now it's teaching you, you literally can't do this, but I feel like a lot of games want to start you out by punishing you not necessarily punishing you but like killing you and showing you ah we're we we mean it we're we're really gonna show you um i think even from soft falls victim to that i don't think the beginning of like i think the beginning of um sekiro is okay but then as soon as you exit the tutorial it's like hey guess what fuck you i did i, I didn't like that game though so <laughs> well so like the beginning of dark souls i thought i had to kill that big monster and eventually mm -hmm. someone yelled at me and they're like oh you have to go through the side door it's like side door but i couldn't see yeah. it because i was locked in on the monster and circling around him and hitting him so i never saw the door it's, it's actually yeah. a really bad tutorial I think that it's a great tutorial for what Dark Souls is, which is a jank fest. Like people don't people talk about this as this incredibly well designed game, and frankly, Dark Souls is janky as hell. Like there's a lot of weird bullshit going on in that game. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I agree with you. Like the the fact that you lock in is going to make that hard to see. I tend to run away from everything in video games, <laughs> so I saw it pretty much right away because I didn't even lock in. I was like, ah, big demon, run away. Um, but yeah, I could see getting like sort of not stuck necessarily, but like, um, yeah, just lost at that point because you're not you're you're thinking I have to fight this thing, and I'm thinking get me away from this demon, it's scary. <laughs> right. Well, and it's so antithetical to every game I played. The idea that if you're annoyed to start, I was like, once it happened, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm you know two steps into the game. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think like. I don't know. Dark Souls is is such a big topic to even talk about. It takes over every fucking conversation. But um, I do want to play Neo T. I'm I'm look Neo T Neo Two. I'm looking forward to playing that with you at some point. Um, oh. <laughs> I want to. I I I'm like stuck on this Dragon Mark for Death game. I want to finish it because I feel like we're getting close too. to seeing unending at least. Um, we're like we've we've, got, we've finished like thirty levels or something. Bit to go. I think we have a little bit to go. Like I think there's this game has some legs, and like we were talking about it last time, there's so many levels, and now we found more levels. Like this game's uh -huh. got this game's got legs. Yeah, it really does, and like I I think it's gonna be weird because I think we're gonna see an ending to this game, and then I'm gonna be pretty much done i i see an ending i'm done and i don't know like it, there are only a few games that have caught me to be like oh i'm gonna play the harder difficulties and stuff so i'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna be curious how you fall on that one i mean if you're done you're done like i get it and that's usually how i am with games but with this one like there's an ending for every character which sounds like, a oh. song, like at this point and also there's the kirby through thing oh we have a minute um where <laughs> you have to defeat every level in a certain way and then you're in a check mark and then you can go and earn like a true ending which is 
cool, but oh, it's geez. also a lot. Kind of want to do it though. Yeah, like it's it feels like a it, it, okay. So short short time period. I want to unlock the extra characters, and I want to do those those check mark things, and that would be fun to just open a guide and just fucking do it. I think that might be interesting. Um, I think the best thing to do would be to reach like the fake ending, as it were. Yeah. Go play a game or two and come back to it. I'm kind of yeah. It might be good to go to Halo Three because I kind of want to get the. I want to finish the fight. <laughs> you got you got five more games to play. <laughs> but Halo Three said they were going to finish the fight. And then there's Halo Three ODST and Halo Three whatever, and then Halo Four. Oh my God, it's beeping. We're done. <laughs> well, that's that. That's all we can talk about. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Well, that's our that's the co-op button. We talked about some games. Um, let's see. What's our admin? So last week, the songs that we played, I played the intro song was Xanadu Next, uh, a song called The One, which I think is a boss battle. And the outro song was the Bouncer soundtrack. Is it Kulefos? Kulefos theme. Yes. I played that at the end. Um, and in the middle, I played some Dragon Mark for Death music. so And some Mario RPG music. Hey, I love music. <laughs> um, I'm Kania. You can find me on the Super Nintendo Explorer Squad podcast, which sporadically posts episodes. Go Just Google it. Super Nintendo Exploration Squad. Uh, and I'm... Milk Ming. I'm also <laughs> on the Untold Talks of Spider-Man. Yeah. Don't listen to them. If you like Spider-Man, otherwise don't. If you don't like Spider-Man, go listen to it, and you can get, you know, you can just justify your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah. There we you gotta go. say something funny for a cold open, though. Oh, Any cold oh, open? No. <laughs> what? What's our sign-off? Say it hates snow. Uh, a- a- as always, go shop local. <laughs> I've got a slush on you. Let's chill this hike forever. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I have ice for you.